Welcome to episode 17 of the 5-Minute Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hicks. Hey, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. So blessed to have you here as a part of this podcast community. And I want to say thank you to everyone who has told a friend about the podcast or shared it on social media. And to speak of social media, I want to encourage you to go by Facebook and Instagram and follow us at 5-Minute Discipleship. Today, we'll explore the question, are we dating the church? Jack and Grace met through a mutual friend. From day one, they seemed to be the perfect match. Grace was everything Jack had always wanted. She was beautiful and outgoing. She was caring and always there when Jack needed her. And for the first five months of their relationship, they were inseparable. Jack could hardly think of anyone else but Grace. He didn't need to look any further, he told his friends. She is the one. But now, three years have passed, and while Jack still enjoys the comfort and the familiarity of being with Grace, the truth is, the spark is gone. Grace's flaws seem so much more obvious now, and he's not sure he finds her as attractive as he once did, and lately he's beginning to resent all the time she wants to spend with him. Back one night recently, when she asked if they could define the nature of their relationship, Jack blew up in anger and shouted, We're together, aren't we? Why isn't that enough for you? Well, obviously, Jack isn't ready for commitment, and it's unclear if he ever will be. You need to know something about this couple. There are millions of Jacks walking around today, and Grace, well, Grace isn't a girl. Grace is a church. I recently read this story by author Sam Harris in his book, Stop Dating the Church, Fall in Love with the Family of God. And in the book, he describes his own journey away from the church and how God brought him back home. And when I read the story, it sounded so familiar because Jack, like so many other today, well, they enjoy the church. Jack enjoys the presence of God. He appreciates the worship music and the message, but he hasn't made a commitment. In Harris's book, he calls this dating the church versus making a true commitment. Today, I don't know about you, but I love the church. I grew up in the church. I didn't grow up bitter wanting to leave the church when I turned 18 years old. At an early age, I learned to sense the presence of God, and today I still love the church. Sometimes when the service is over and I'm the last one to leave, I'll just stop and reflect on all that God is doing here. The church is my family. As a pastor, I don't do what I do for a paycheck. I'm called by God to be here. The church is my family. I don't know what I would do without it. You see, the church prays for me. The church encourages me. The church helps strengthen my faith. It blesses me in so many ways. The church, it's my community. And I know of no other place where the hurting and the broken can find healing and restoration. I know of no other place where the lost and the sinner can find forgiveness and salvation. I know of no other place where those who are bound and afflicted and addicted can be set free in Jesus' name. The church is truly an amazing place. In fact, it has a divine creation. You may have heard someone say the church was man's idea, but that would not be biblical. You see, the church is God's idea. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not overcome it. As we read the New Testament, we see these beautiful descriptions of the local church. It's described as the bride of Christ. 
As Jesus loves his church, he gives his life for his bride and is coming back for his bride. The New Testament describes the church as the body of Christ. That's an image that we can all understand, recognizing that each part is important. The Bible describes the church as the family of God, saying that we each belong to one another. Still, with all the teaching we have in the New Testament concerning the church, there are still many today who have become disillusioned for the church, and for many different reasons they have given up. They still believe in Jesus, and perhaps they're still trying to have a relationship with God, but they've been unable to commit to a local church. You see, this church, this gathering, is a community of believers gathered in Jesus' name and around the purposes of God. God never intended the church to be an event. And we sometimes describe the church just like an event. We would say, well, I went to church in the same manner we would say, I went to a ball game or I went to the theater. Yes, we gather for worship. We gather for teaching, encouragement, equipping. But the church, it's the people of God. You see, you are the church. We don't go to church. We are the church. The gathering to worship with other believers, it's irreplaceable. It cannot be substituted with a great devotional time, a lively Bible study with friends, a a nature hike, or even an online service or a TV church service. When the church is together for worship and when we hear God's word preached, we are nourished and encouraged, and that simply can't happen anywhere else. Our corporate worship, it edifies us, it strengthens us, and it glorifies God in ways that nothing else can. You see, we can't love Jesus and not love what he loves. Today's challenge, embrace the local church. It's not perfect, but it's God's plan. Be a part of it. Be a supporter. Be a champion for it. Embrace it today, and I know that you'll be glad that you did. Hey, I want to thank you for joining me for today's episode. Hope these podcasts are continuing to be a blessing to you. I'd encourage you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify. Leave a review if you can, and be sure to visit the show notes for today's episode at 5minutediscipleship.com backslash 17, the number 17. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.